Hello, and welcome to The Age Guide, Perspectives on the Aging Journey. We are here to be your personal age guide and enhance your quality of life on the road ahead. While it can be rewarding, caregiving isn't easy. Age Guide is committed to supporting caregivers through supportive services like training, respite, and resources. Often, what caregivers really need to carry on with their role isn't complicated or intensive. Sometimes, it's just something that fills the gaps and creates a connection with the outside world. In this episode, we'll be shining a light on the Music and Memory program, a program that connects seniors with dementia to local high school students by sharing music from their era to help invoke memories and allow communication between older and younger generations. This unique music-focused program provides numerous benefits to participants and their caregivers. Our second guest is Namish. Let's listen in as he shares his unique and heartwarming experience volunteering in the Music and Memory program. Hi, Namish. We're so happy to have you on this program today. We've heard a lot of really good things about this music and memory program that Age Guide funds. And I am excited to hear a little bit from you about what this program is all about, um, how you got involved in it, and what, what your experience was. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, so yeah, my name is Namish. Um, I'm an incoming sophomore, um, in college. I also, um, played the flute for about 10 years and now, um, am a vocalist. I sing. Um, and so, yeah, I went to Nipo Valley, um, and that's where the, um, music and memory program, that's where I found it. Um, and basically the crux of the program is, um, mentoring younger students involved in the arts with um, older individuals with either dementia or some form of Alzheimer's um, or a different neurodegenerative disease. Um, and it's essentially its purpose is to explore um, the, the impact that music can have on somebody with Alzheimer's and dementia because from a neuroscience perspective, um, music is the last part of the brain that goes when it comes to Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, and so our goal is to help heal um, certain families, certain individuals through music and pull out um, music from their childhood uh, that they really enjoyed listening to and see whether it can help them heal um, in some way, whether it be healing their families or um, having them talk about their memories, et cetera. That's really an interesting sounding program. So you were a music student. You were in high school at Niqua Valley High School, right? Mm-hmm. So what made you want to get involved with this program? Um, so I always had a little bit of a interest in like neuroscience um, to begin with. Um, and so that was part of it. But also I just wanted to be able to give back to part of the community that I was a part of. Um, and I was incredibly passionate about the arts as well um and so that seemed to be a really nice intersection of all of those interests um and understanding how um like how impactful it can be um post high school when maybe you're not playing music every day or maybe you're not um necessarily a part of like a band or orchestra but it can still be a part of your life excellent very interesting 
Tell me a little bit about who you were paired with. So my understanding is that they pair a music student with an older adult who has some memory issues, and then you kind of team up and talk about what kind of music they're interested in. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. Um, so I was paired with Farhana. Um, she was an elderly Indian woman um, who was suffering from dementia. Um, and she was, um, like her story was she moved to the States, um, with her husband, uh, late, maybe like early sixties, late sixties, uh, post, um, India's independence. Um, and yeah, essentially moved to the States, made her life here. Um, hasn't really gone back in a little bit. Um, but she had an interest in movies from like the forties and the fifties, um, and the soundtracks of those movies. And so we were able to talk about that a little bit. Um, and just because of her, uh, dementia, like she just preferred to speak in Hindi. Um, and I'm a Hindi speaker at home. So, um, it was a nice, nice pair of, yeah. Did that just happen organically or did, um, the, the leader of the program know that you spoke Hindi and match you up with her? Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Staley kind of asked around because um, she indicated, uh, Farhana indicated a preference of just having someone who could speak Hindi. Um, so he kind of went around just asking, like, does anybody speak Hindi? Like, would they be comfortable uh, speaking Hindi with an elderly person with dementia? And so I was like, yeah, I mean, I've conversed with a lot of people in my family. So I was like, yeah, of course. That was perfect. So were these movies um, that she liked and the music that she liked, was was that in Hindi as well? Yeah, yeah. So the way, um, there's something different about Indian culture as opposed to like American pop culture is um, a lot of songs of the era um, are defined by movie soundtracks. Um, and so songs that are on movie soundtracks are typically songs that go on the radio and like are popular and everyone knows about them. Um, so you can kind of define someone's music taste by the movies that they um, watch or listen to or enjoy. Um, and so that's kind of what we did with her. We were like, who's your favorite actor? What kind of movies do you like by him? And then like um, narrowed it down that way to like finding what particular song she would have really liked. Okay. So then the goal was to produce like a playlist for her, right? So right, did, right. did you meet with her for like, how long did you have to meet with her to get to know her, her opinions and her taste in music? We, we met her a couple of times. It was through Zoom um, because of okay. the pandemic. This was two years um, ago, right? So yeah. Yep. Yep. Like kind of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we met through Zoom um, and we essentially, I want to say we met a couple of times. Um, and yeah, I just talked to her about her life and um, like, what India was like pre-independence because she remembers part of that and like it's just very very interesting to hear about stuff like that um yeah what her like life was like growing up what her like what she would do for her free time etc um and from there we figured out would you even watch movies and she was like yeah like we went to movie theater and stuff and um yeah and so from there we kind of created the playlist of like 60s and 50s uh songs slash movies of her favorite actor um, and yeah, yeah, pretty much that's how it went. Was it then hard to find the right kind of music for her? You know, once she kind of narrowed it down to like what movies she enjoyed, honestly, wasn't incredibly difficult. Um, just because like there's a very certain genre defined by actors and defined by types of movies. 
Um, and so after that, we kind of went to like, oh, this actor's like hit movies and those like hit songs. Um, and so, yeah, from there, it wasn't incredibly difficult just because it was a little more streamlined of a process, right? As opposed to like, if you're talking to someone who grew up in America, they might be like, oh, I like country music. I and mean, you have to go down this whole rabbit hole. Um, so, yeah, we got a little bit lucky with that for sure. So you um, met with her a couple of times, then you went off and you looked for the music. Then did you run it by her first or did you just like present her with a playlist or how did that unveiling work? Yeah, we pretty much just presented her with the playlist. Um, we made sure the first couple of songs and then were like pretty big hit songs for her time. So like even if she wasn't actively listening, because like back then you just play whatever's on the radio, right? So like she like so just make sure like we knew like what the radio hits were and like what was being played in the street and stuff. And so that definitely brought back a lot of her memories from her childhood of like playing with her cousins when she was super young. Um, and going to the movies with their family and everything. And so that was really cool to see. Yeah. So how did she respond when she first heard the playlist? Yeah, she just started uh, talking a lot about her childhood, specifically like playing with her cousins specifically. Um, and you could tell she was kind of in her own mind, like going through a lot of like her past and it brought back certain parts. I mean, we all have that experience, um, even though like, like people that don't even have dementia listening to a song can bring you back to a moment to bring you back to an experience. Um, especially if you haven't heard the song for a very long time. Um, and that's definitely what I witnessed her go through. And she's talking about, you know, like hearing about like Gandhi, um, while like when India gained independence and hearing about, um, all these other historical events that happened during her time, as well as just, uh, being a kid and having fun with her cousins and, before like she got married and moved to the States and everything. Wow. So did you see a little bit of a change in her personality and her memory as she was listening to the music? Yeah, hundred percent. Her face just really lit up. Um, and it was, it was really astonishing to see because you always hear about it, but you don't really believe it until you see it, even if you think you do believe it. Um, and yeah, you can see her face light up with like enthusiasm, excitement, um, like all, all those emotions that are associated with her memories. Was the program what you expected it to be or were there some surprises? I think there were just some surprises that came with being in Zoom that like none of us could really anticipate, um, you know, technical issues, um, stuff that was really out of the, out of our control, right? Um, technical issues, right? Not being able to like actually be there physically to see like her react to it. Um, but yeah, beyond that, there was nothing where I was like, oh, this is like weird or out of the ordinary. Um, I think like Mr. Shelley just prepped us well to like understand like all different situations of what could happen. Um, and it's not like we were just, um, even through the Zoom camera, it's not like Farhana was just by herself. She had her family members with her kind of like guiding her through that experience as well. Um, so there was that too. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Um, we're actually doing this podcast as part of a series that we're doing about caregiving, um, which might sound like an odd fit, but um, the music and memory program really has a lot to offer to caregivers as well as the individual older adult participant. Because um, I was looking on the music and memory website and they were saying that, you know, for people who are aging at home and in the community and their caregivers, research, research really shows that 
that um, favorite songs can provide some respite, can give a break to the caregiver because the older adults can spend a lot of time listening to that music and be really thoroughly engaged with that. Um, and it's engaging their brain and all of their senses. So it's really good for them. And the caregiver can maybe step away and have a little bit of a break for a little while. And it can help ease some transitions are sometimes hard for people with memory loss and music can be a way to kind of smooth the, the rough edges on, on difficult things like transitions. And then it can really help to reduce stress, both for the individual again, and for the caregiver to be listening to some of that music in the background as they're doing some of their caregiving tasks. So I think what you did is really powerful in providing not just Farhana, but her whole family with some music that they can talk about together and engage with some memories with her and maybe give the family a little bit of respite too. Right. For sure. I think there's a lot of, um, unseen effects that like you just won't be able to get um you won't because you won't be around uh, for a while <laughs> after that but I totally agree I think there um there's a shared experience there that even though I won't be a part of their lives again probably um they're still, still able to provide that at least um in that moment and I, yeah I really do appreciate that experience for sure so there wasn't a ton of follow-up. It sounds like you just kind of presented the playlist. You got to see her reaction and then you didn't um, have an ongoing relationship or anything, correct? Yeah, not really. And I just think the pandemic made that difficult, to be honest. Um, I mean, I do know like even Farhana was like, oh, like after this is all over, 100% come to my place for some tea and uh, everything like that. And like, yeah, she's very, very kind for sure. But I think because of the pandemic and the, specifically for me, the chaos of moving out of my hometown, moving to a uh, different college. To go to college, right. right. It's just, yeah. the, things just get lost in the process. The phase of <laughs> sure. life. Yeah, but that's really wonderful that just for that moment in time, you were able to really connect on a very sensory level and um, provide something that changed changed lives. Would you recommend this program to others? Oh yeah, 100%. I, you don't really need to know much about music um to be a part of it you don't need to know much about neuroscience or dementia or anything like that to really be a part of it too you just have to care about uh other people in your community and care about people with alzheimer's or dementia um, and their families so yeah and be willing to engage and do a little research and put together a playlist yeah. right yeah that's all yeah it's really not that it's really not incredibly difficult um but it, may, it changes someone's life so that's really important that's awesome. I'm so glad you got involved with this and it just worked out so perfectly that you were paired with a Hindi speaker who really needed you to be there to translate and and to find the right kind of music. I guess we talked about this a little bit, but it, was there anything that we didn't cover that you got out of participating in the program? I mean, I know it was very beneficial to Farhana and it was probably kind of fun for you, but what were some take some key takeaways for you? I think one key takeaway was just um, like someone who is very much so like a completely different, but like grew up in a different reality than she did. Um, and just is so much younger um, just objectively than Farhana was. Um, I think it's just really interesting to see because that's something I can't fathom right now is being, <clears throat> being like uh, at like that stage of my life. Um, and I'm sure like she can't really, I'm sure she can actually because she's been through it. Um, but that's something that I can't really fathom right now. But I think it was super interesting just to see um, 
what like your like close family could be like later in your life and like what um like how much she's been able to accomplish because she's but she's done massive feats moving across the country starting over or moving across the world starting over building a family and these are things that not everyone is actually able to do and able to pull off and she really did it and they're comfortable um and so that was definitely one key takeaway um i think it's also just really interesting to like listen to people's stories um and she had a very interesting story a story of um partition like in struggle um because uh, i said when india gained independence uh, india and pakistan uh, split up into two countries and um it was a very bloody event in which people moved across both sides of the border um that not many people know about and so a lot of the families from the north have that story of partition and struggle and so coming from that to moving across the world to starting her family again is something that is like really remarkable um and definitely something that like i can use as inspiration for sure yeah she sounds like a really inspirational woman now that we have learned about our guests and who they are, we want them to walk up the steps, grab a microphone, and get on our age stage. This segment allows a soapbox-like platform to speak to the aging community on any topic they want to shine a light on. On Namisha's age stage, we will talk about some key takeaways from the music and memory program. Let's listen in. So what would you like to use this platform um, to share with us? Yeah, I think it's one thing that's incredibly important. I mean, it just happens to be music related, but it's the arts funding in schools. Um, I know Mr. Staley, um, now that he's like pseudo retired, um, is really big on that as well now. Um, but I think that that's something uh, really important and something that every time I do have a platform, I'd like to like plug that specifically. Um, is making sure that the arts stay funded in schools because I think it was incredibly important for me. Um, and I distinctly remember, I think it was, it wasn't Mr. Staley, but it was a colleague of his that was talking about um, how in World War II, um, JFK, or not, sorry, not JFK, FDR um, put funding into the arts um, just because something like the arts is able to lift the morale of everybody um, and it encouraged creativity. Um, and there's just so much that you gain to learn from that experience. Um, and it doesn't have to be a traditional, right, like band experience. Um, it doesn't have to be a traditional orchestral experience, but feeling that community, learning about that discipline um, and seeing something through to the end, I think is incredibly important for every young person to have, whether it be like an individual music experience um, or like a group music experience. Um, I think if the arts stay funded in schools, there can be so many different outlets where you can take that beyond just the traditional band orchestra experience if that's just not for somebody. So I think that's incredibly important and that's going to be my platform awareness thing. That's excellent. That's a really good cause. And then, like you said, it touches so many areas that there's definitely, I mean, I can definitely see the connection um, to aging services as well, just because of not just your participation in this program, um, but intergenerational um, music programs. That's just so powerful to be able to connect a younger adult with an older adult and be able to talk about and have a common language. And so music was your common language as well as Hindi, right? When you, when you went with Arhana and, um, I think it's because you were able to participate in this through your high school, which was funded, um, that you were able to do this. So that, 
that funding for music programs is that's a great platform to have, Namish. I like it. And I understand that you have a podcast of your own. You want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my podcast focuses on self-development and entrepreneurship um, for a younger audience. Our goal is to um, help individuals transform their lives into what they um, would like for it to be because a lot of young people have an end goal in mind but really no idea how to get there um, and so that's kind of our goal is to help people um, transform their lives younger people specifically into what they want um, it's called the 5am hustle podcast um, although um, it will be changing pretty soon so make sure you follow us on socials um, pretty quickly um, if you can follow on instagram that's the tag it's just the name of the podcast um and we are everywhere on all platforms so yeah okay great we'll definitely share that in the show notes and we'll give it a listen ourselves thanks for sharing namish thank you for listening to the age guide perspectives on the aging journey we hope you learned something new on this podcast because we all have a stake in promoting a high quality of life for people on their aging journey AgeGuide coordinates and administers many services for older adults in Northeastern Illinois. We serve DuPage, Grundy, Kane, Kankakee, Kendall, Lake, McHenry, and Will Counties. Our specially trained professionals are available to answer questions and connect you with local service providers and resources such as the Family Caregiver Support Program, which provides valuable resources for those who are giving unpaid care to adults 60 plus or to someone with Alzheimer's disease or a related disorder. The program includes caregiver resource centers, respite services, gap filling services, legal services, caregiver counseling centers, training and education resources, and support groups. If you are interested in these services or wanna learn more, go to our website at hguide.org. Call our offices at 630-293 5990. Please follow our podcast so when we post our monthly podcast, you are notified on your streaming account. Thank you, and we will see you next time on The Age Guide Perspectives on the Aging Journey.